the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time once again for another look into God's infallible book as we welcome you to another broadcast of the Riches of Grace. This program is the radio voice of Shorewood Bible Church and is brought to you by Christian people who believe the Bible to be the Word of God and who appreciate its power and authority. At the heart of our ministry, it's desire to help you appreciate and rejoice in the riches of God's grace to us in Christ. That's why we call this program the Riches of Grace. We're happy you've tuned our way today and trust that our time together will prove a real blessing as we continue with a series of studies designed to help you understand and enjoy the Bible. My name is Alex Kurz, and it's my privilege to invite you to join us as Richard Jordan brings us another message from the Word of God. Thank you, Alex. I'm certainly glad, my friend, that you've joined us today for another time in God's Word. And I trust that uh, each week at this time, you're making it a habit to be with us for this uh, half hour of studying God's Word. And we'd invite you to, to uh, be a missionary, be a helper, and uh, invite a friend to uh, tune in with you. Tell them about the broadcast. Get them studying with you. It's a special time when we can meet together right here, week after week, and study God's Word together. Uh, there's not an awful lot of that goes on anymore in Christian circles. There's a lot of discussion about contemporary issues, about political things, about how bad the world is, about what's going on, what's going to happen in the future. A lot of speculation, and yet very little real study of God's Word. You can go to the average uh, church this weekend and go in uh, to, to the meetings when you get there, you can literally just, if, if you could, I mean, figuratively, I guess I should say not literally, you could unscrew your head and put it in the glove compartment, lock it up, and go inside to the average church today and never need your brain. What goes on is just uh, mindless repetition. A lot of it is uh, is a lot of fun. A lot of it is entertaining. A lot of it is emotionally stirring, whether it's the the, uh, the emotions of formalism and uh, or the the excitement of uh, the the uh, the fanaticism of some meetings. You know the the uh, the activities that are designed just to satisfy the lust of your flesh, my friend. Your flesh. Religious flesh is just like uh, un- non-religious flesh. It likes to be satisfied. And just like uh, your, your, uh, uh, the satisfaction of your flesh in worldly things, well, religion is designed to satisfy the lust of your religious flesh. And, and yet that doesn't give any real understanding. Uh, it'll stir your emotions, make you feel good. Boy, we just felt like the Spirit of God was in this place, you know. And yet when you go home, uh, there's, you know, you, you, well, you left it all back at the building. The way you, the way you take the life that's yours in Christ and take it home with you, and have it live in your life day by day, is not going to some meeting somewhere and having a good time. See, that's going there and so-called worship God. No, you, you, your life is designed twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. 
as they say in the business world, 24-7. Your design, your life is is designed to, to demonstrate the worth and the value that is in Jesus Christ. Now, the only way you're going to do that is to have God's Word resident in your understanding, for you to be filled with with, with with the much assurance of understanding of what God's doing. And that comes through an intelligent understanding of His Word. It doesn't come, when I was being raised, my wife was raised in a church that uh, every Sunday evening they had an hour of what they called training union. And, uh, you know, you thought, well, okay, we're going go to go to Bible study. And I can remember after I got saved and my wife and I began to date, we would go, we went in the evening to her church to training union. And I thought, well, we're going to study the Bible. It turned out that what training union was was an hour of study each evening to train you in how their particular denomination worked <laughs> and what it was doing. And so I was learning about this particular denomination and how it worked and functioned, and I wasn't even a member of it, wasn't even participating in it. But that's what they did. And I, I used to think, boy, it would be wonderful if we could spend this hour studying God's Word. Well, uh, my point to you is that Bible study, studying God's Word, understanding God's Word, that's what allows God's Word to go to work in your life. What you fill your mind with, what you fill your understanding with, is what's going to work in your life. And if you fill your understanding with an idea that we go down to a building every week or every two or three times a week or even every day and worship God there and we enjoy God there, you're going to find it very difficult in the details of your life on a daily basis to see God working in your life daily. And the way you do that, the way you have that, it is by gaining an intelligent understanding of his word. What God designed the local church to do is to be a, a, a an assembly of believers that get together to be edified in the truth of God's word to us, to be edified, to be oriented in the doctrines of grace, so that we then can go out into our life on a daily basis and take that identity that we have in Christ and have it live in us and be applied to the details of life about us. So we gather for edification and instruction and, and understanding to, so that we can learn to live, learn the doctrines, and then see the doctrines live in our life. Somebody says, well, Brother Rick, you know, you're always talking about doctrine. I want something practical. I want something that applies to my life. Well, how are you going to know how to apply God's Word to your life if you don't know what God's Word is? You see, learning the sound doctrine is the most practical thing you can do because you can't apply the doctrine, you can't apply the truth of God to your life until you know what that truth is. The way you learn it is by getting in the book and rightly dividing the book. Paul says all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. You see, God's Word is profitable in your life. But in order to get the profit out of God's Word that God put in it, for you. You have to approach it and study it God's way. That's why we talk to you about 2 Timothy 2.15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. When you go up to an assembly and you hear a Bible study, you need to hear someone rightly dividing the word of truth. The only verse in a Bible and you have to have a King James Bible even to get this. But the only verse in the Bible that tells you to study the Bible, Second Timothy 2.15, tells you how to study it. So if you're going to go to a Bible study, the Bible study, if it's going to be a scriptural, biblical 
study is going to, going to have to be a study that rightly divides the word of truth. A study that approaches the Bible from a dispensational point of view. Now when you, when you do that, then you get, you get what God designed his word to do, and that is to bring comfort to you. Romans 15 verse 4, Paul says, What sort of things were written aforetime are written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. You see, the study of the Word of God gives patience and comfort to us and produces hope. Um, The the study of God's Word is designed to enhance your Christian life. It's God's Word that works in you effectually that believe. It works. It becomes energy. In fact, the word translated work there is is the word from which we get our English word energy. Energy and a girl. It's a word that the Word of God works. It, it energizes your Christian life. You want your Christian life to be energized, to be to be active. Well, then you take God's Word and you believe it. First thing you got to do is study it, and then when you understand it, then you need to believe it. That's why week after week, right here, we encourage you to study God's Word. Our purpose is to help you to understand and enjoy the Word of God because when you do that, then that Word of God will go to work in your life and it is life to you. Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. If you want the Spirit of God to work in your in your life, if you want the life of Jesus Christ to live through you, then you do it. You accomplish that. You have that in your life and in your experience as you walk by faith in an intelligent understanding of God's Word to you as God's Word dwells in you richly, as it becomes the thing that controls your life. Well, as the love and grace of God control your life, as an understanding of God's love to you and His grace to you in Christ controls your life. That is Jesus Christ. That is God the Holy Spirit controlling your life. This is an objective thing that you can measure with the the doctrines on the page in the Bible and know by faith that it's a reality in your life. It's not a subjective thing. It's not you sitting over in the corner and just, you know, grunting real hard and determined to make it so. Rather, it's just relaxing and believing what God's Word to you says and trusting that. Now, if you don't rightly divide the word of truth, you'll have a problem in this regard. Uh, although the scripture is designed to produce comfort and hope, Second Peter chapter 3, verse 16, verse 15 and 16, Peter says something very interesting about Paul's epistles. The apostle Peter, St. Peter, Second Peter 3, verse 15, says an account that the, that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul according to the wisdom given unto him, has written unto you, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest, as they do also the other scriptures, under their own, listen, destruction. Do you understand that Peter is saying that Bible study can be dangerous? If, especially, if you don't have the epistles of Paul straight, Bible study can be very destructive. Now, that's interesting. That's St. Peter saying that when you study the Bible, if you, that, that it can be dangerous for you to study if you don't keep Paul's epistles straight. And you notice how he says this. 
they they that are unlearned and unstable rest w r e s t not relax and rely on but rest uh, w r e s t if you add an l e you got wrestle and <laughs> uh, well, you know a lot of a lot of what goes on in religion is just wrestlemania um, it's it, they wrestle the verses they twist the verses you mix them all up you know what they're talking about? They're talking about failing to rightly divide God's Word. And Peter says, in essence, if you fail to rightly divide God's Word, especially in regard to Paul's epistles, Bible study can be dangerous. It can be destructive in your life. What God intended to be a comfort to you can become a burden to you. Can I tell you? that if you're trying to get your doctrine today out of some place other than Paul's epistles, if you're trying to follow some ministry other than the ministry that Jesus Christ from heaven's glory gave to you and to me today in the dispensation of grace through the ministry of the Apostle Paul, then the Word of God is going to have no comfort for you. It's going to offer you no hope, no comfort, but rather it's going to be a burden and it's going to be destructive in your spiritual life. Paul says, I speak to you Gentiles, and as much as I am the apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify my office. The apostle Paul is the spokesman of Jesus Christ for the nations in the dispensation of grace. That's why he says, consider what I say, and the Lord give the understanding in all things. If you want to have understanding in, 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 in your Bible, and understand all of the Bible, then you're going to have to understand Paul's message. You're going to have to understand the, the distinctive message and ministry that God gave to Paul, and when you do that, then you can understand all of the Word of God. You know, in our assembly, where I teach on a regular basis, Sundays, at least at least three times a week, Sundays and Wednesdays, uh, midweek Bible study, we're, we're studying right now, as I make this, this radio program, we're studying on Sunday night an Old Testament Survey, And on the midweek Bible study, we're studying through the Hebrew epistles. And as I'm making this tape, we just are finishing 1 John. So don't let somebody tell you that, that uh, well, you listen to Jordan and you wind up only studying Paul's epistles. No, we study all the Bible because when, when you consider what Paul has to say, the Lord gives you understanding in all of the Word of God, you see. Now, that capacity to understand what God's doing in all of his book gives patience, gives comfort, and gives hope. Take, for example, uh, if you want to consider um, and have understanding in, in the issue of prayer. Well, there's not much comfort and hope for you if you go back to the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Well, you know the prayer promises that Christ gave back there, for example, in the Sermon on the Mount. Um, and everybody, you know, will tell you that the Sermon on the Mount is something that uh, that people ought to follow. Uh, Billy Graham one time, was I saw him on, on Johnny Carson, and uh, Johnny asked him, says, well, what should we do, uh, uh, you know, to make God happy with us? And, and Billy Graham said, well, you should keep the Ten Commandments and the Sermon on the Mount. Well, I don't know if he was thinking about it, but uh, have you ever tried to keep the Ten Commandments and the Sermon on the Mount? You know what? You don't do it. You don't do very good with it. Wouldn't be much comfort in trying to keep something you can't keep. <laughs> the Bible says that uh, if you're going to keep the law, Ten Commandments, for example, or the Sermon on the Mount, you do understand that the Sermon on the Mount is still in the Old Testament economy. 
I know it's found in the book of Matthew, and I know that on the heading of the, before Matthew, you've you got a page that says the New Testament. But Hebrews chapter 9, verse 17 is very clear. It says that a testament is a force after the death of the testator. Jesus Christ doesn't die until the end of the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Which, if Hebrews 9, verse 17 is correct, and there's no doubt in my mind that it is, okay, if that passage means what it says, says what it means, then the bulk of the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and the teaching ministry of Christ is Old Testament ground, because the New Testament isn't enforced until after the death of the testator. Just like Moses gave the law to Israel in the Old Covenant, the Lord Jesus Christ gives the, the, the Messianic law to the nation Israel for the New Covenant. And that's what's going on in the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, Jesus says, Ask, and it shall be given, given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and everyone that seeketh findeth, and everyone that knocketh shall, uh, to, to him that knocketh it shall be opened. And someone says, that's what you do in prayer. You A, you ask. Uh, S, you seek. And K, you knock. And when you do that, then you get what's the, the, the then you'll get, uh, get, your answer, get your answers. You ever tried it? It ever not come through for you? You say, but Brother Rick, it came through for me. No, I, 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 I didn't say that. I said, did it ever not come through for you? Because the verse says when you, when you do it, it, it'll always come through. Well, that passage is truth for people that it's written to. See? Uh, you don't have to worry about that. It'll flat work for folks that it's written to. The problem is, it's no comfort for us because it isn't written to us. Did you ever read over in Romans chapter 8, verse 30, 26, where Paul says, For we know not what to pray for as we ought? Well, if you don't know what to pray for, how are you going to ask, seek, and knock? <laughs> it's going to be a little difficult, isn't it? Well, that's true. Well, what's the difference? What, what's the deal? Well, you see, it's two different programs. Now, if you want to have emotional stability in your relationship with God, you need to know how to pray. And the prayer promises given in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John will work for the people that it's given to. But you need to read Matthew 10, verse 4 and 5 and 6 and 7, where he says, Go not into the way of the Gentiles, and in the inner city of the Samaritan enter you not, but go rather to the, to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and as you go preach, saying. He says in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Don't preach to Gentiles, just preach to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. You see, he wouldn't have preached that message in America. That was just for Israel. Matthew fifteen twenty four, uh, Jesus Christ said, I am not sent but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. In his earthly ministry, it was exclusively to the nation Israel. Now, if you're going to believe something that Christ said, and you're going to try to claim it because he said it, then you need to believe who he said it to. He said that he was saying that to the nation Israel. Now, you can't make like he didn't say that. You can't refuse to say that you can't refuse to believe who he said he was talking to in order to take something he said and apply it to yourself. If you believe Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you'll have to believe that they're the earthly minister of Jesus Christ to the nation Israel because that's who Jesus said he was ministering to. I have the hallucination in my mind that he's right. You want to get comfort out of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Don't go there trying to find doctrine for you and me today. It's how God would have us to live. Go there and find the comfort and the doctrine that God gave to the nation Israel. The same is true with the healing programs that are there. He says, uh, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. 
That's why James chapter 5, speaking of the 12 tribes of Israel, he says the prayer of faith shall save the sick. You see, he never gave that to you and me today. He gave those instructions to the nation Israel about God's program for them. You remember what Paul said? Paul told Timothy that he should take a little wine for his stomach, his oft infirmities. In other words, he prescribed medicine to him. Second Timothy 4, he said that Trophimus I've left sick at Miletus. A change took place. Um, why? Well, you see, the body of Christ does not have the physical blessings associated with the physical nation Israel. We have, we've been blessed with all spiritual blessings. We have God's grace, the spiritual blessings of God's grace that equip us that it, no matter in what physical condition we find ourselves, our we our inner man is renewed in the grace of God and is capable to handle whatever the physical condition is. The issue of, of knowledge. Jesus told him in Luke 12, verse 11, don't, don't take any thought for what, what you say because when people demand an answer, don't worry about thinking about it ahead because the Holy, Holy Spirit will in that hour give you what to say. First John chapter 2, he says, you guys have the anointing. You don't need anybody to teach you anything. If those passages applied today, every preacher that goes around telling you that you, uh, you, know, that, that, that you should have those things shouldn't say anything because you would know it already. <laughs> Imagine somebody preaching uh, Luke 12, 11, 1 John 2, that anointing, and saying, see, you don't need any teacher, and he's teaching you. Why? You, know, you scratch your head. You say, Little, somebody's confused in that. Yeah. You sure wouldn't need Paul to say, study. You see, today we got to study. You don't need to pray. You need to study about the, to, 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 get, to get the book. Um, you don't need to worry. You don't need an angel to come and communicate something to you. You need to study God's Word, rightly divided. You see, if you want God's Word to be the comfort that He's designed it to be, you have to go to it the way God has designed it to be studied. That's why we talk to you about that uh, and, and about this issue. I, I, I want for you the joy that, 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 that so many have had and have come to, to, to rejoice in of having God's Word become an open book, become the blessing in your life that God intended it to be. Take the issue of giving. Malachi under the Mosaic Law says uh, that, that you have to bring bring the tithe into the storehouse, and if you do, God will pour out a blessing. In Luke 12, verse 33, in the kingdom program, Christ said, sell all that you have. I mean, under the Mosaic Law, it was 10%. Under the kingdom law, it's everything, 100%. And God will give you the blessing. Under grace, he says that we're not to give grudgingly or of necessity. You don't have to give in order to get. But the Lord loves it as a man purposes in his heart. For the Lord loves a cheerful giver. You see, if you want emotional stability, if you want life and well-being, if you want to know what, what, what you need to know about what God wants you to do, if you want to have financial security, you better understand how to rightly divide the word of truth or you're going to have confusion. Let me offer you a free Bible study tape that will help you. I'm just trying to introduce the topic to you, challenge you about it as we study a little bit today. Let me offer you a Bible study 
that will go into some details about how in God's Word, God's Word has designed itself, lays out a system itself for you to understand it. So you won't need me or any other preacher. You'll be able to understand God's Word based upon what it says all for yourself. The tape is entitled, A Panoramic View of the Program of God. It's an overview of the Bible. It, 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 it explains the Bible's own key to understanding itself. So you can enjoy it, understand it, and most of all, have it go to work in your life for God's glory. There's nothing more exciting than to have God's Word working in your life as you take a, a, the stand of faith on an intelligent understanding of God's Word to you. Let me give you this free tape. A panoramic view of the program of God. It'll help you to understand how God's Word is to be studied, rightly divided, how it works its own system out, and how you can understand it for yourself. To receive your free copy, you simply call us here at our toll-free number, 888-535-2300. That's 888-535-2300, and you request your copy of the Bible study, and we'll see that you get a copy with our compliments, 888-535-2300. That number again is 888-535-2300. We're certainly glad that uh, you join us each week like this. You know, this is it's a privilege for us to be able to share these things with you. And as I say to you week after week, we're not trying to get you to join anything we're trying we're trying, not trying to get you to uh, do something for us we don't have a denomination for you to be a part of we just want you to we want to proclaim to you talk to you about a person the lord jesus christ out of a book called the bible the king james bible and we want god's word to work effectually in you because you believe it and you know one of the joys of our life is the fact that there are there are people in in your area, where you're listening to this radio program, this program is broadcast on a number of markets around the United States. And in every market where it's broadcast, there is a local group of people who help us put this program on the station who are in agreement. They understand God's Word rightly divided. They study each week. They meet together each weekend. They take a King James Bible. They study it rightly divided. And for them, the, the grace life, Christ in you, the hope of glory, is the issue. Not some religion, not some works program, but who God has made us in Christ, living in us and through us, because our confidence is in God's Word. First Thessalonians 2.13, Paul says that the word, it's the Word of God that works effectually in you that believe. Can I tell you that there are people right in your neighborhood, I say that so you understand, you don't just have to listen to the radio. There are people in your neighborhood that would do you good, if you call us at 888-535-2300, we'll put you in touch with these folks in your area, and you can be a part of a, of a group of people who believe uh, the Bible will be the Word of God, who appreciate its power of authority, who understand how to rightly divide it, and who understand how to make grace, the grace life, the issue in their life. There is a gospel you can believe. There is a Bible you can trust. There is a study you can understand. There is a life you can live, and there is a purpose that you can fulfill. And there are folks right in your area that can help you in, in, in those things. If that's if those things are in, in, important to you, listen, you rob yourself and your family of a spiritual heritage by not being a part of that. 888-535-2300. You call us, and we'll put you in touch with the folks that are in your area. If you're in a place where you can't get out 
you're housebound or you don't have the opportunity to go places, can I tell you that we, on the weekend, on Sundays and Wednesdays, in our ministry, I pastor a, a, a very active church in the Chicagoland area, we put all of our services on the Internet. We webcast them live. We also archive them for future viewing. If you go to our website, graceimpact.org, graceimpact, one word, graceimpact.org, you'll find at 9.30, at 10.45, and 6 p.m. on Sunday, and 7.30 on Wednesday night, and these are central times, uh, you'll find our broadcast available where you can study live with us. If you'd like to, if you need to do it, you know, look at them after we've done them, there'll be links that will put you to places where you can see the archived versions of these studies. Can I tell you that we're trying to make God's Word available? We're trying to put it out there where you can get a hold of it and where it can be real in your life. That's our purpose. And we're happy to spend and be spent to make that possible. 888-535-2300. That's the number to call if you need information. Graceimpact.org is the place to go on the Internet if you uh, would like to see uh, our join us for our live studies or archive ones. And uh, you can find other information about us and about Grace School of the Bible. If you're interested in being a real in-depth student of God's Word, go there and look at the information about Grace School of the Bible. It's a unique program. The curriculum is Bible-based, Pauline right division-based. It's not the standard systematic theologies that you get in, in schools that only produce the confusion that you see about you on every hand. But you can have God's Word as the basis of your faith. GraceImpact.org, 888-535-2300. It's a number to call. Thanks for being with us today. Till next time, Maranatha. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.